I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm almost accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Ryan. And Ryan. And this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games, mostly about just how tired we all are of this year and bad news and, and bad things happening to Why good people. Why the fuck people. would you start this like that? Why would you do I'm this? I'm just exhausted. There's, it's been such a crap year and we've gotten more like crap news uh, to hey, talk hey, about. Hey. Three months of it was okay. Depressed, just depressingness. For America. <laughs> Maybe not for like China. I think it was bad for China all this year. Um, but well, it's they better just, now. They just had that pool party. So Yay. they fixed it. Uh, Hopefully there was pizza there. You know how I love pizza. I love pizza. I love some EDM at my pool parties. What do you like at your pool parties? What? You like what? EDM. EDM. I yeah. thought I said yeet yeet. I was like, what is yeet yeet? <laughs> You're having a stroke right now? <laughs> Might be. <laughs> uh, I enjoy yeet yeet. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, Must be something the kids are saying now. Like, like TED I think, Talk. I think there's a glitch in the simulation because I don't know what is going on right now. Um, what do I like at my parties? Uh, prostitutes, blows, hookers. Blows as in multiples. Blows. Yeah, multiple <laughs> blows. I love the blows. <laughs> I love to do, do a line of blows. Yes. <laughs> Um, what else? Uh, alcohol, mm-hmm. um, little people, little, all right. And because um, of why well, I just want reasons? everybody to have a good time. Good. Good deal. Yeah. Let's try it. That's a big world. Little almost, people, big world, man. Almost got you with that one. Yeah. But figured you didn't. You'd, you'd say something insensitive. I would never do such a thing. I didn't have one ready to go. You didn't. Nope. Perfect. But I, I, I win again. <laughs> you've, you've outfoxed me once again at my. <laughs> I've been told that I might be a good politician because I can get out of shit. But if I don't have facts and you can't prove the facts, I'm pretty much like Trump. I'll just make up some shit and be like, yeah, you see our graph here on this on this construction paper? You see, it looks like it's going up, but if I turn it upside down, it's going now it's going down. So yeah. I fixed it. I fixed coronavirus, guys. I turned the graph upside down. You You're welcome. Ha- you just need a different perspective. And Bitches. all of a sudden, things don't look as bad. Yeah. Um, Turn it on its head. That's a good idea. Fake news. That's what I'm going to do from now on. Yep. Jake, I've realized that you and your girlfriend are keen on the fact that I enjoy supermarket sweeps. And you told me how to get my hands on more episodes. I did. I, I was daddy would need to get his beak wet. <laughs> I think, yeah. some supermarket sweep. <laughs> I was getting sad. But before I came here, I was like, my wife was like, let's watch some supermarket sweeps. I was like, fuck yeah. 
Got that shit queued up already, baby girl. There's a YouTube channel called Fans of Supermarket Sweeps, where they have they've digitally restored every episode. They digitally restored them Probably too. Probably not. I don't oh, think so. Don't get me off like that. I was dressing dressing it up big time. Well, whoever it is, I have no idea. But they've got some high quality recordings of like Dude, they don't have high quality recordings. Uh, of they're shit. better. Than, they're, okay, listen. I watched one earlier that was not from fans of supermarket sweeps and it sounded like someone had like set up a VHS camera in front of their TV <laughs> that was playing a VHS and it looked like crap and it sounded like they were underwater. So whatever they, whatever fans of supermarket sweep is doing, uh, this is better. So, <laughs> so which one do I need to go after? Yeah. Do go after that one. This is like, they the got fans like fans of supermarket. Yeah. Sweep. There's like 300 episodes on there. You so. said 600. How are we between three and 600 episodes? <laughs> I haven't gotten, I haven't watched all of them yet. Oh, We've man. watched like 30. So Ooh, I know what I'm doing tomorrow Plus when I get off work. Net, the Netflix collection, they keep adding like a batch of 10 episodes at a time. Do they? Where David Ruprecht's shirts get smaller and his hair gets grayer. Yeah. You know who I really hate <laughs> is that Johnny Gilbert motherfucker. The guy the who's The announcer? Like, Why do yeah, you hate the announcer? that guy. Because he's always like so impressed by what they're grabbing. It's like, oh, yeah, she grabbed some hair product. I'm like, dude, it's just fucking hair product. Get your, your, uh, get your buns out of a curl. You get know? your buns out of a curl. Get your buns out Every, of a curl. Everyone can grab some Pantene. Yeah. Everyone can grab some L'Oreal. Bitch, I do that weekly. Everyone can get some Rogaine for women. Yeah. You know, the smart <laughs> thing is to shop cheaply. Hey, won't you guys give them a list of things to get and tell them to find the cheapest option? That's how you do it. So you're famously pescatarian, Ryan, as a fan of, pescatarian as a fan of supermarket sweep. Um, what do you think about the fact that if you were ever on that competition, that all the turkeys and hams are your biggest high dollar items? Do you think it unfairly is disproportionately kind of geared towards people who are meat eaters? Yes. And I would like to point out the fact that no one ever goes and gets fruit. On that show. I've oh, seen no. people grab a lot of dumb shit. See, that's the thing that no I, fruit. after both of us have worked at Lowe's. I'd grab banana dog. Yeah. I would grab. Make them work for Organic it. cherries because they're like $12 a pound. They're like, <laughs> well, they're like $20 yeah, whenever you get so, them in the whole thing. There's so much money. Five of those. You don't have to go to the it's coffee like machine. It's <laughs> Yeah, fruit is fu- organic fruit and vegetables are fucking expensive. Nobody does it, man. The cherries were always one that just blew me away. Like you just got a sack of cherries for like eighteen dollars, and they it only go on sale for like two weeks of yeah, the year. Exactly, you, and people would load up on those cherries. You'd sell out on like. Why would you eat so many cherries? I don't um, know. Unless you want like red pie. pea, like what? Where do you maybe like, buy? Are they like good for? Do they make you horny? Do cherries make you horny? Are they an aphrodisiac? Run? Speaking of I horny, <laughs> speaking of cherries, <laughs> I found out something. What's that? Yesterday, I'm going to get to be a flower girl at somebody's wedding. A flower girl. At well, somebody. flower dude, but pretty what much I will be new age bullshit. <laughs> what do you mean, man? <laughs> I'm perfect for this. <laughs> Somebody sent me a video who's getting married. Mike Norris. He's getting married uh-huh. um, to Jessica. Um, and they are going to 
um, have me as their flower girl. And basically all I got to do is get a fanny pack, put some petals in it and go up there and just be my natural self. Extra as fuck. Sounds like it fucking rules. (laughs) Oh, dude, I'm going to be the best flower girl ever. I'm going to be all over that wedding video. Oh, man. Those petals are going to be flying all over the place. I'm going to make it rain. I'm going to be like hitting on people's moms. It's going to be weird. You got like this big fake penis. Uh-huh. I'm gonna stand behind a curtain. I'm gonna. It's just gonna be my silhouette. Yeah. Act like I'm jacking off, but then when I'm getting ready to finish, bam, flower petals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? And I had to tell people to make sure their mothers bring towels because it's gonna get wet. Yeah. Just bring a mop because like an ocean wet, wet and salty. What's that cranberry juice? Ocean spray? Oh yeah. Yeah. This is going to be get your waiters out because there's uh-huh. going to be some ocean spray. It's going to be during dirty. This. I'm really going to work it. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to work it. That's usually what I do anyway. I don't you fake do it till you make it. You know, it's what you always do on this podcast. You're always like, I'm going to work it. Yeah, we get with that's what we say every single week before we press record. We do a big yawn for 30 seconds yeah. and then we just get it all over our system and then we give it everything we got yeah, for an hour. We do this naked though. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, that, it probably is putting on clothes again. No, no. We stopped doing that 50 episodes ago and you know what? I like the energy in here. Yeah. There's no place to hide anymore. <laughs> You can't hide behind your, you can't hide behind your opinions. You can only hide behind you. These hot takes we're dealing out. Well, I can hide. My guy tucks into a turtle shell. You like to leave the fan on. So yep, that is true. I keep it at a chilled 69 degrees in here. Yeah. Dirty and cold Celsius. (laughs) So it's actually like really hot. No false. False. I reversed the fan. Cold. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be a flower girl. This is, this is what people aspire to do in their whole life. I, I don't, well, I can tell you that I've never been a flower girl. No one's ever asked that of me. So, uh, you've got, you've got one up on me in, in that department for sure. I feel like a lot of people have probably got one up on in this category. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like this is very traditional. Maybe not, but you know what? Kudos to them because they're probably, they don't seem like a very traditional couple. So I wouldn't expect them to have a traditional wedding ceremony. Yeah. Agreed. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I am I can, thoroughly excited. About I can this. tell that you would be thoroughly excited for it. I just like to make a fool of myself. We, and why and why not when you're handed a golden opportunity like this there's no reason why you worked hard my whole life to be the fool and here i am looking like a fool about to take the stage in prime time uh speaking of things that are taking the stage in prime time apparently during this aforementioned global pandemic i don't know if you've heard about the COVID 19 virus ryan covid yeah i don't know if you've like heard cobbler, about covid cobbler 19 <laughs> Uh, So apparently uh, IGN posted there's a new study that there are now 3.1 billion gamers across the world, half of which are mobile gamers. How long have you you been gaming, Ryan? I've been gaming since the day I came out of the womb, dog. Life is a game and I am losing right now. (laughs) What is is a technical gamer? Do you have to be like, do you play one video game a year? Do you have to play a game a month? What's the... See, I I know a lot of people... Obviously, when this pandemic basically hit most of the world, it was already like spring. So uh, people were obviously bought all the Nintendo Switches in the world. You hey, hey, been, that's you your were, boy, right? You yeah. were one of them. I think a lot of people were looking for something that they could do as an, an indoor activity. And video games are just kind of that natural thing because it's still like sex it, with yourself. Yes, but it lasts longer. 
usually, huh? but you no, I'd beat off for like three hours at a time. Uh, I hope you got some lotion nearby. There's no lotion. Raw dog, my friend. Oh my Raw God. dog. Well, I hope you've got some. <laughs> I got sores, some, some, some calluses to prove it. Yeah, Check this so, out, man. So whether you're yeah, have have masturbated too much or if you just want something else to do. There ain't video- nothing soft or unscarred about it. <laughs> video games were the other thing that people did besides masturbating is an indoor activity because it's like it's not quite as passive as just sitting there watching something. You're a little bit more engaged. Your mind's a little bit more active. So that makes talking sense. about the porno. Yeah. Yeah. Your hands are a little bit more active. Your mind's definitely more active and engaged. You're at ease. Yeah. You're at ease, but you're a little bit tense too. Until at, at the same time, yeah. Until, until you find the sweet relief. Mm-hmm. It's, been, it's been an intense two and a half minutes, but get that cranberry juice out because somebody's got a UTI. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, it's it, it, yeah. We're still talking about games, I guess. Uh, no, it makes sense that there's been a big uptick, but I think that. But when what's you, the quali- What's the qualifier? I, I think when they say like three and a half million gamers, and there's like nine billion people in the world three and a half billion i think what was it? anyways half America. of them are mobile gamers so i think that also qualifies yeah, right. if you've ever played like fruit ninja or all the like middle-aged women that play uh like candy crush and farm town farm town and facebook like you all play farm the, town my grandma who played the the taco bell jumping bean game in 1997 that came with lovely uh, year. kids meals <laughs> lovely so yeah i think that when you know normally you think of like fucking like the big triple a releases or people that play like Fortnite or madden or whatever like any of those people could be classed that's what you typically think of when you see the word gamer or you think of people that sit in the dark with their led light up keyboards and say really racist things when they lose a call of duty match what are some of those things that those people say words i'm not going to repeat on this show have they said them in your general direction i don't play online games because of the toxic awful environment how do you know (laughs) because i've been in a toxic awful environment before i'm like it's not fun I don't you want to get, work there for like three years of your life. I don't life. want to get killed by a 13 year old that said some racist homophobic stuff. I would to love me. to go beat some of those kids. Wouldn't it feel gratifying? You know, he'd be cussing you out, calling you a little bitch, and then no, you show up probably, to his house. They'd probably little, find your house and then I don't know what they do to you after that. They're not going to do anything yeah. to me except try to tickle fight me. So I, it, that makes sense. I mean, it's cool to see people playing games, but it, any quality, any a lot of things can qualify as a, as a video game. So I don't know if it necessarily means that, you know, half of the world is suddenly like fucking playing Fortnite. They may be. Yeah. Um, do you think that video games, not movies are the future of storytelling because JGL thinks so? No, (laughs) I don't know. I, I think that might be true. Um, I would say only in very limited, uh, very limited aspects. And so I think that there's some obvious ones that I'm going to pull out because I think that they're well-written, but I would say other games, like I'm going to compare to just right off the bat. So like red dead redemption, I think is a great example of world building and storytelling and compelling writing to you feel it's the, one of the only times I've felt something when like a character, <laughs> I feel nothing mostly mostly in real life i feel nothing but when you oh, like a, you see a, a fucking cowboy die and you actually like 
care about him. Yeah. And you made love to him and you yeah. don't want your wives to know. Yeah. And like so you've movie. watched 2005's Brokeback Mountain. And was it 2005? Was it? With Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal. There's um, some other people there. Yeah. There's some, yes, definitely more than two actors in that one movie. But yeah. I, anyways, you get people to care about that. That's good writing. Uh, I would say a game like Ghost of Tsushima, which I'm still playing. Are you? I yeah, a good game, uh, enjoyable combat, but in terms of storytelling, it's extremely video gamey to the point to where it's like anytime a cutscene comes up, you're just like, <sighs> like you just audibly sigh <laughs> because you know you're going to be sitting there for a while. Not that it's just, because they're pretty short for the most part, but they're not well written and they're predictable. Like if you've their game and I wouldn't say it's necessarily poorly written, but it's written like a video game and some other aspects, some other games I've played are written better than what you'd expect from like a video Red Dead game. Redemption. Yes. Much better. And so, so I, that's saying that you prefer white cowboys over <laughs> Asian over heritage. Japanese samurais. <laughs> Asian heritage. I would say the story. Uh, well, <laughs> is that what you're saying, Jake? That's exactly what I'm saying. Ryan. Let's say, let me go ask you a question. Write that down. You go to, do you enjoy a being place, canceled, sir? Do you, <laughs> you enjoy going to a restaurant. There's a steak restaurant and then there's uh, a Chinese restaurant or Japanese restaurant. Your choice. <laughs> Which one are you going for? Your choice. Your answer is going to be wrong. Do you way. want steak? I'm going to want sushi. You want sushi over steak? Mm, depends on the day. It depends on the day. Uh, but yeah, that's why that statement doesn't make any sense to me. Honestly. I mean, the future of storytelling. No. We're in it no. right now. <laughs> I would say we're in a golden age of decent TV shows to where you have that longer form expanded format to where you can tell multiple stories across like 10 hours as opposed to a two hour movie. But TV shows are a lot better than movies. There's no cases. way that I could say right now that most video games are the, the future of storytelling. You don't think so. We've already kind of experienced it and like some of it's been like shit material like <laughs> doom for example like yeah. maybe that's a great game but like the movie didn't do well mortal Kombat that was a great game but you know not so, a good movie either uh what is street fighter i'm trying to think uh resident Nick, evil yeah i mean the first one i thought was dope i mean that one's done kind of well for itself not to say that the writing's really good but i mean they made like six movies and some final fantasy anime spinoffs and stuff too that were yeah. not very good and <laughs> yeah and then like comics too like that's kind of where we're at too in the world you know ninja turtles batman superman justice league black panther yeah i i don't yeah there's more than one avenue of effective storytelling but i think that most games are not there yet and I think it, that requires a level of effort and a level of reflection that most studios are not going to put into it. Because ultimately, if a game isn't fun to play, even if it is well written, you're not going to enjoy playing it. So that's that's the gameplay first. But when it has, you know, engaging uh, gameplay and well written characters and cutscenes that you actually want to watch, that's good. But most games are just not that right now. So, well, you know, it's interesting because I think back in the day, right, it was movies. Movies were the focal point, and that's where all the writers yeah, went. Exactly. You're and like, then, and like TV, TV shows came was, along, and then that kind of flooded over there. And now you got video games that have been around, but now people 
there's basically the abilities of video games have gone a lot further so it's easy for it's, people to do storytelling there so that's another avenue for somebody who exactly maybe in the 50s or 40s was going to be doing movies but now they can do tv shows or that, video games. that ability wasn't there 10 years ago or 20 years ago you don't think it was there 10 years ago i feel like it could have been there 10 years ago certain ways yeah so if you play something like bioshock they're definitely trying to take a stab at it um but i don't think it was a completely fully realized thing just yet i think we're just now getting to the point where telling you know an epic compelling well-written story is possible in the scope of a well-built world and a game that's also fun to play at the same time or enjoyable to do play you, at least. <laughs> do you think there will be another avenue for someone like that? You think it'll go to comics? Comic. Well, you could say that comics have, have been that avenue for a long time. Uh, and the basis of a lot of the popular entertainment that we've but enjoyed. Saying, for. Do you think that you would see like a Christopher Nolan or he's Spielberg. already done that. He's already done a comic and the dark Knight. No, Truly. he's done a movie, but <laughs> yeah. like oh, you a mean comic, like writing like, one. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you'll see crossover. Like, yeah, I don't think you'll see crossovers like that. But be I, just because yeah. I, I think writing it might be okay, but you're not going to see him like writing and illustrating it. The same as like you're not going to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt programming games now all of a sudden. But I think the creative you're seeing kind of emerging of creative uh, energies to where people are like, it doesn't matter what form of media it is. We just want to tell like good and interesting stories. And that's a positive thing, I think. But that's lame. Tell us some bullshit. Just give us some (laughs) trash. (laughs) Where's that Robin movie, JGL? Yeah. Where are you at? (laughs) Ain't happening. I can tell you that. Ryan, we've got we've got some sad news we got to talk about this week. Uh, Go ahead, lay Chad, it on me. Chadwick Boseman uh, sadly passed away at the age of forty three after uh, battling colon cancer that for no one really knew about four years, uh, some something like four years or something. And that's a uh, that's a bummer, man. He's uh, made some great influential films and was certainly um, a huge role model for for people of uh, for people of color, for sure. Uh, he just delivered this excellent level of, of energy on screen, whether it be Black Panther uh, in the Marvel movies and spinoffs he did. Um, he did a James Brown movie as well. Um, and, and, but much of other things. And there's, there's no way I can do justice to this man and what he meant to so many people. And as a white person, I can't even really imagine what it must be like to, to look up to, you know, various actors and characters and be like, yeah, this isn't, you know, good and inspiring, but all of them are white and none of them look like me. I can't imagine what that must have felt like after so many years to finally kind of have that and f- have it fully realized on screen. But they, Denzel, man, Denzel was doing it for any of these cats. Denzel was he's he's definitely one of the originals and even uh, paid for Chadwick Boseman, uh, some of his acting classes, actually. So great story there. But I think he was taken before his time, though. He Absolutely. played it really close to the chest. So that really tells you something about the person. It shows like uh, I, I don't even know where to start. Like, you know, it tells you a lot about somebody who's just not willing not to say anything. Uh, supposedly Marvel and Disney didn't even know about it either. Group and uh, what a group of family and friends he must have as well to like have a Michael Schumacher situation, you know, to where this is going on and no one's really saying it. anything keep it close to the chest like that. You're right. Yeah. It's yeah. 
before his time. And that's just, I don't know, for some reason it's, it's his passing seems even more sad when you look at other people that I wish would die. (laughs) I'll say it for you. (laughs) Would die. Like who Jake? I'm not going to name names. Tom Cruise. Betty fucking white. (laughs) Yeah. I'm looking at you. You'll bitch. Out of all the things in, in 2020, you and all the, the people that have been taken by this year. Quite unexpected. Yeah. Um, when I seen this, I did message you. And I was like, hey, guess what? And you were like, what? And then I told you. Um, it wasn't as playful as that, but it was like, dude, Black Panther died. You're like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. And so we actually, um, we watched, uh, that was the first time I watched Black Panther was we watched it Saturday. I think. What'd you think? Give me the honest truth. As, as a movie, I, you know, I really did enjoy it. I don't, not necessarily sure it's groundbreaking in terms of. (sighs) To me, it wasn't as great as everybody said. I'm not trying to take away from anything, but I think I'm also saying, I think from my favorite, from a cultural perspective, it was just nice that you have a version of Africa that's not portrayed as either like blood diamond or like just heart of darkness or something like that. Like you actually get a chance to see an advanced, like yeah, an advanced African civilization that's not subjugated or persecuted in any sort of way. They're just like, they're just there and they're thriving and they are kind of, they are not really super interested in the outside world because the outside world is kind of shit and they don't want their shit to come in there and, and mess up. You know what they got going. So I think from a cultural perspective, from, from taking like that angle, black superhero too. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I'm kind of cool. Cause that's, that's what I'm saying. It's just that when 99% of superheroes are white dudes, and so to get a finally, like, I know this character is, was created in like the late sixties, early seventies, but this is probably the most like nuanced take of this character that we've seen. And it, it's just kind of a refreshing sort of thing that they finally kind of struck a, a balance to where it's definitely a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean, but it's not necessarily innovative as a movie. It's definitely is adheres to that Marvel formula, that look, that feel like you wouldn't be, you wouldn't confuse. You're not, this isn't citizen Kane. You're not confusing this with something like that, but it's, you know, thematically, I think that the, the, the way that it tackles race and finally portraying Africa as something other than like either horrible place or people that are persecuted or like warlords and, and people that are subjugated. Like it's, finally just a different sort of take and a refreshing take and having the cultural significance of having a black superhero who has his flaws. I mean, in within that he's definitely uh, T'Challa has his own self doubt. He struggles with his um, father's legacy and carrying that on and his Michael own B. Jordan inner strength. He gets his ass kicked multiple times, but he never, you know, just lays down and takes it. He always gets up and until and that one time when he got thrown off, didn't they throw did, him off? He get, did get thrown off that waterfall yeah. and was he was out for about 20 like minutes some there sand but. or something. I can't remember. It's yeah. been a while since I've seen it. I did think they killed off 
who I thought was going to be the bad guy quite quickly. Uh, and then it was uh, like, oh, it's Michael. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like, nah, it's Michael B. Jordan. He bitch. did die a rather like, oh. ignominious death and a lot sooner into the movie than I was expecting. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't my favorite movie, but I can understand like, you know, if I didn't see like a weirdo on TV, then I wouldn't know how to be myself. So potentially, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, as a white person, sometimes I think we're all kind of guilty of you just kind of in the back of your head, even if you claim to be the most like non-racist person, you're like, Oh, well this is just because, and then you kind of catch yourself and you're like, well, maybe I can put myself in someone else's shoes and think about maybe just for a second, what it would mean to be a person of color and finally see like that kind of representation on this much of a mainstream scale. What would that mean to me? And I think that's kind of where this movie is, is genuinely like special and yeah, no, it's good. It's definitely not the best Marvel movie I've seen. And I, I don't think it's groundbreaking as a movie, but in terms of cultural significance and, and finally nailing that tone, I think it is, uh, you know, genuinely really, really good. So well, I'm hopeful of two things that they are really smart about how they write him out yeah <laughs> and that we get to see his sister more because she was just comic relief i felt like she that was movie good. she was one of my favorite I parts i really wanted more comedy in that movie I think there was some good lighthearted moments but yeah that they could have they could have done a little i think bit that's what mostly more. got me in that movie it was like a fun like ah. yeah the technology was really cool too it was that. cool I wherever you like could like that. get punched and then throw that punch back at him I liked the, um, and he was a cat. I do love cats. <laughs> you are a I big a fan cat. of pussy. So we are, uh, yes, that's I been well documented. <laughs> so I did like how, <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. I did like how, like the, um, like you said, that when they absorb energy and reflect it back, I liked how they're each of the, um, vibranium suits that they had him and, uh, Michael B. Jordan's, they had like different colors and it kind of like matched their, emotions uh, some of that was really cool just the personalized color coordinated how it's personalized and yeah it's good good stuff good good movie i'd say if you haven't watched it i'd say go in on it well, now's I mean, a great time to do it yeah i mean if you're gonna watch one marvel movie you might as well watch yeah. them all well, and watch the rest of them. and watch the rest of um Watch the rest of his uh, his movies as well because he does have some really good ones. Forty two, Jackie Robinson, Hollow, yeah. James Brown movie was also quite good. So I've never seen the James Brown movie. It's it's good. It's definitely one of those longer uh, biopics for sure. <laughs> does it follow so, him until he like dies? Uh I don't think so. I think it's 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 a good movie, but it definitely kind of, definitely kind of gets into some of the grayer areas of James Brown as a character and you know, kind of the a similar sort of thing you see when people wild. people get big and then they they start acting the fool sometimes and that would be me. I would do all sorts of yeah. crazy shit. So, I'm a crazy guy. But good actor and he taken before his time he's definitely will be missed for sure so yes uh rest in rest in peace chadwick boseman for sure yeah so, so a bit f- of bit of a downer there but this whole year has been a bit of a downer so let's find something happier to talk about uh fall guys breaks ps plus record <laughs> i skipping that one uh i've never i haven't played that um, honestly you might like it. <laughs> it's more something that might be up your alley than mine for sure. I've seen it. It's just a bunch of little characters run these obstacle courses. 
And some of them die. Yeah, very much. Yeah, some of them fall. They're all dudes and they all fall. And they die. I saw some weird diagram. It's like, hey, do you know that fall guys are actually seven and a half feet tall? It's kind of like the Teletubbies. How do you know? Yeah, it's like, I don't. Why would I know that? What? How did you figure that out? And are they like people in dinosaur costumes? You know, know. the bodies like. Yeah, they might be. I don't know. You geeked up? I haven't played it. I haven't played it, but I do know that people will not shut up about it. I've seen it all all over, everywhere, social media, anything I've been on for the last three weeks. So, damn, son. I guess, I guess uh, it's good or fun, or certainly a lot of people certainly play it. So, how about how about that? People enjoy that shit. Um, Come play is the new movie that's coming out. We got the trailer for it. Um, Basically, you said it was like a naked Slender Man, (laughs) which is. Yes, that's accurate. It's a naked Slender Man and what I'm sure is going to be a excellent portrayal of autism on film, just like Hollywood always does, where there's an autistic kid and he's got like a iPad he carries around that helps him talk uh, like the ABC family show to where that kid's in the wheelchair and he can't talk or walk. But he's got the guy who translates for him. What show are you watching? I can't remember the name of it. It was on ABC. It was on it. Yeah, it was on ABC. It was funny. I'm sure I'm getting somebody screaming at their phone for that. But yeah, it looks nobody is. It looks no one knows what that is. Um, No, it looked fine, but not great. I don't know. Like I looked like bullshit. It was Jake. It was a good trailer until they showed. But then they showed a little bit too much of the monster, which made me feel like the last it's one of those movies that you f- know that the last half hour is just going to be them running away from this poorly. It looks like Gollum, but he's seven feet tall and, or a naked slender man or whatever. It looked bad. And the amount that they showed of it in the trailer makes me feel like the whole back half of this movie is just going to be them running away from that. So yeah, probably they're taking an interesting, it's like most horror movies for me. It's an interesting premise ruined by, just by the end of it, it's just people running away from something that looks like shit or running away from nothing for that matter. And then they get killed. So it's, you know, it's it, it, interesting premises ultimately ruined by the type of genre movie that it, <laughs> it winds ruined, up conforming to ruined it. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, maybe it'll be fine, but whatever, but keeping along the same lines, uh, you posted a trailer for Little Nightmares 2. It looks pretty good, dude. Uh, yeah, and it made me look at... So this is coming out in February of next year, uh, but Little Nightmares 1 has already been out since... came out in 2017. I don't know any numbers or anything about it, like how it's sold, but it seems like a creepy, like... Uh, 2D or... Puzzle, yeah, like two and a half d but puzzle game. It's like a puzzle survival horror game, but the vibe of this and the vibe of this trailer looks really unsettling, but, but good. But Excited. it just, I love, I love the art style and I love the general vibe of this and just a really well put together, uh, put together trailer. So I think there may be a free demo out right now where you can play like the first half hour or something like That's that. That's wild. So, um, we may, may look into that. I may, if there, if there is a demo, I'll certainly, I'll, I'd go in for half an hour at least just to see what it's like. So that's how I met my wife. You gotta be careful of those half hours. <laughs> they may stick you. 
Oh, that's pretty gen. I'm, that's pretty generous, but uh, yep. well, you got to be careful in those 30 <laughs> seconds. And they get you married half minute. <laughs> um, so Bly Manor and the haunting of Bly Manor is going to be coming to Netflix October 9th. And it is going to feature the cast of uh, haunting on Hill house. I counted three people that I recognized yep. from that. So it seems we said that when we watched the trailer, they're trying to do like an American horror story where we've got a different, uh, a different tale, but a lot of the same actors from season to season coming back. And you could binge the shit out of it. Yeah. And I am all in full support of it. Uh, the trailer looked really creepy and unsettling. And if it's as well made as the, the first season or I guess the separate season, I don't know how they're going to count it, but haunting of Hill house was really, really good. If you haven't watched it, it's great. We talked about it like two years ago on this podcast. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> but it's it's really good. It's there's a big attention to detail. Uh, if just about any single scene in that season, you can pause and there's like three different ghosts that are hidden in the background. Yeah, it, were so. you saying that last yeah. week? Yeah. It's it's really creepy and unsettling, but it's it's well made and well acted for for the most part, I would say. So same creators, a lot of the same cast coming back to tell a different story. I'm a full supportive. I think this is uh, it, it looks you're like a looks bra, good. man. You support the shit out of that, man. I'd be lifting them. You like a, lifting it up, man. Yeah. I'm taking, Grab them titties and taking them. them on my shoulders. There you go. A uh, new switch. A new model of this Nintendo Switch will be out first quarter of 2021. Well, I'd like to see that happen. They'll probably release three of them. Uh, I don't know if they will or not, but it makes sense from a business perspective. And since it makes sense, I'm sure Nintendo will do the opposite of that to either make a smaller Switch Lite or something weird. Or that, <laughs> or maybe they'll make an, a console-only version of a Switch, which will run like 4K, but not handheld anymore yeah you you <laughs> won't so, get all of what you a, wanted it's you, a switch in name only uh kind of like the switch light <laughs> but i'm i don't know i think a lot of people have been wanting a more powerful switch a powerful a more i was gonna hoping i could palpatine, slide a more palpatine i was hoping i could slide through that but uh been called out <laughs> yeah the old speech impediment I'll slide in you before coming. you slide out mister <laughs> yeah it, they made it yeah. <laughs> trying desperately to stay back on topic. Oh uh, yes. Get back on it. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if they will be or not. I think the particular source that was cited got the switch light rumor, right? Um, so I think a lot of people are saying like, Oh, there's going to be going to be a new one uh-huh. and it will have been four years since the original came out. So they did just put out that newer version that had a better processor and better battery life than the one you have. Yes. Uh, but so that makes sense to put out something new for Nintendo because they're like, hey, we gave you what you wanted. Now here's something that's new, but it's crappy. <laughs> yeah, I I just hope it's not like I don't know if you're aware of this, but they had the so if you had a 3DS or a 3DS XL, they had multiple revisions of the 3ds and the 2ds and the 3ds xl that were basically like some of they were out so long that and so many revisions of that handheld console came out that some new games would only work with the new 3ds but not the old 3ds that's stupid and the messaging 
was not clear. And so that would be the kind of situation where your grandma buys you something for your birthday and you're like, Oh, I can't play this <laughs> or something Thanks a like lot, that. Grandma. Go fuck yourself. And so if you'll be gr- dead in five years if, anyway, if your grandma can't figure it out, there ain't no way I'm going to be able to figure it out. But yeah, you're not my real grandma. You just married into this family. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Beverly you step, step grandma. That new genre on Portup. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, it makes it cool because she's not really related to you. Yeah, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> as long as they avoid messaging like that, whether it be the new 3DS, new Switch, or Step Grandma, if none of those things come into play, then maybe it's, you know, I just don't want to see where it's like certain games will only work with this version of the Switch because it's not a new console. It's just an updated version. So it should run all the games. Well, what if Breath of the Wild doesn't play on this one? Like the first one, but the second one does. That would be bullshit. <laughs> I'm just saying, prep yourself, people. I wanna, prep yourself. I, I want to play that. Uh, but based on the trailer, it looks like the same sort of like art style. So it shouldn't be any more hard to run or taxing on it than the first one. Well, I'm sure they're going to be up in the ante a It'll little look bit. better, but I don't think it's going to be like... It's not where you take something like Red Dead and try to put it on the Switch and be like, oh, it's not going to work at all. It's It should. I don't know. Because there's fine. a whole disk of data <laughs> that came with Red Dead. Um, Fresh a- Prince reunion coming. But we reported that there's a Fresh Prince new reboot. But the Fresh Prince <laughs> of old is going to have a reunion. The Fresh Prince of tomorrow. This Thanksgiving. Um is that American Thanksgiving? Canadian Thanksgiving? Probably American Thanksgiving. I would think so, but it's not clear. Yeah, the new 3DS or the old 2DS, or maybe it'll play on... <laughs> I don't know. Uncle I've, Phil won't be there. Uncle Phil won't be there, and that's the only thing I needed to see when I saw Reunion. So, um, Joe Exotic, he's launching uh, underwear fashion line from Joe with his face on the crotch. Is... Uh, what kind of quality? What kind of quality am I getting? Am I purchasing this for the name, or is there going to be like some nice fabrics? What's the thread count on these? What fuckers? was the design process like when he was in jail for this? I don't know. Maybe he was doing, you know, some license plates, and they're like, "Hey, why don't do you these make underwears. some underwear?" <laughs> yeah. So, uh, New Mutants opened up to a $7 million opening. Which is really good, actually. The biggest box... Biggest box. (laughs) The the biggest box office weekend since March. Which is not saying much since what the hell has come out (laughs) since March in this country. Uh, But yeah, this is from Variety. The New Mutants earned $70 million uh, following a $750,000 take on Thursday opening day. So if, if they didn't push us back as much as they had, this movie probably could have made a lot more money. So they actually, (laughs) and this is in the article that GameSpot and Variety put out this movie, the, the, Filming was done by the end of 2017. <laughs> Simpler times. Supposed to come out in 2018. <laughs> that shows you how much, how long it's been delayed for. Three it's years. literally the stepchild that nobody wanted because Fox didn't want to do anything with it. And when Disney bought 20th Century Fox, this was one of those X Men holdovers that they just kind of kicked that can down the road as long as they could. And who's to, who's to say if it's if it's how good it is really, but. So the top five, 
and you're going to notice a dramatic drop off in numbers here. So like we said, new mutants, $7 million unhinged. I have no idea what that is. That's a movie with Russell Crowe where he's a crazy truck driver. He's going after the lady. Sounds bad and dumb. Uh, $2.6 million. What do you think third place is? I'm going to guess the SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. If you had to to make a guess how much it made though. I would guess about 604K. You'd be spot on, Ryan. It's almost like you you had the list in front of you and you were just going down It's almost like that, yes. Anyways, like we, there's a big drop off there <laughs> in terms of quality and in terms of uh, money, money earned <laughs> for sure. Well, uh, that's a kid movie. No one wants to take their fucking kid to go see that movie. Although you can question probably, the people who took their kids. Kids to go probably see this the movie. only person that's safe in that movie theater. That's since they can't get COVID apparently. Yeah, no, no one's immune. You will get fucked by this disease. There will be a fist in your ass. You may enjoy that physically, but you will not enjoy it spiritually. Yeah. Or so apparently Tenet is going to be opening in limited markets in the U.S. next weekend. Uh, So it got fifty three million dollars in international markets. But again, that's not saying much because what is open and what countries are open? Uh, Well, I can tell you over here in America, there ain't nothing open. All fifty three million dollars could come from that Wuhan pool party for all we know, where they just put a big projector screen up the front. And charged everybody ten dollars to go there. So let's do that sometime. It'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, in America, um, you can apparently go on Animal Crossing and have Joe Biden say, "Hey, vote for me, Team Joe," which is an interesting campaign marketing style. Which is it makes sense. Yep, it's much. I have to say that the, the little custom tiles, the Joe Biden custom tiles, are a little bit more palatable than the one the Trump campaign put out. Uh, which was just a bunch of Confederate flags. Yeah, I was about to say, are they Nazi flags? What's going on? A little bit of both, because because yeah. good people on both sides, like you said. Uh, Black uh, <laughs> statue added to Fortnite map. I've seen people go up there and check that out. That's kind of cool. Um, Kudos the, to them. The Mandalorian season two will be on Disney Plus October 2020. F and stoked. F and stoked. That and the boys, which is going to be released in a couple of days. Probably our one of our most anticipated in terms of what's left, our most anticipated stuff that's coming out this year. I, well, there's nothing left, Jake. Yeah, there's it's just not these that, two things. There's not that much left. Coronavirus is going to stick that. There's literally big dick no right there reason in your face. to keep going after this is over. So this is it. Von Voyage. Although I, the boys is all at once. A Mandalorian, I think, is going to be a weekly release, like, like it last, was last, last time. Last time. So. Perfect. I can't wait. I can't wait to have a reason to look forward to whatever day it comes to live. <laughs> Give me just one. Just let my me, family can't provide that for me. Just let me mainline some baby Yoda every Tuesday night or whatever it turns out being. But I hope they give him a name here. Like Chad <laughs> or Kyle. He looks like he could be Kyle. a Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right, Jake. Kyle, Jake, we watched some things. You played a video game this week for two whole hours. You said, hey, I played a game for two whole hours, but it only cost me about three ninety nine. I said, Jake, really? And you said, Ryan, yes. You said that's excellent value for money. Yes. Pretty decent value for money. A little bit more value for money than the movie we're going to be talking about this week, too. But we'll fucking (laughs) talk about this first. But um. 
Nintendo had a, a, a mini direct a couple weeks ago. And one of those uh, the games that was released was a short hike. Um, and I played that. Uh, it was on sale last week when I bought it. And I also had some extra Nintendo gold coins. So I only wound up paying about $3 for this game. Hey, hey, you told me $3.99, man. What, what the story you never get it right? Story, Come on, yeah. play it. It's because I'm a pathological That's, liar. You motherfucker. I'm really trying to sell everybody on this. How dare you? Uh, but I don't have to lie about the price of this. I think it maxes out about like six ninety nine. But regardless, um, this was a great game. Like I said, it's very short, so don't get your hopes up for a big multi-hour campaign that's going to take you. You could side potentially, missions. potentially, but it's not something like Ghost of Tsushima or whatever, where I'm still playing it eight weeks later after it came out. But this was just a something I kind of bought on a whim. I had read a few articles about it. I watched a video or two and was like, you know what? I like this. It's pretty cheap. It's pretty short. This is, sounds like something I could knock out in an in an evening or maybe a rainy afternoon. And that's, that's what, what I've I, said about some girls I've dated. Yep, that's what I wound up doing. <laughs> Saw a video of her, heard some reviews. <laughs> heard some reviews. Knocked it out in the evening. $3.99. <laughs> All right. On sale this week. Perfect. <laughs> Um, it's a, it's, it's a cute, cutesy little game. The art style, it's kind of, it's kind of a pixel art style talking about, again, the 3DS. It sound it looks like one of those early, like Nintendo DS games to where it's like this almost 3D, but you've got this kind of pixel art style with the, uh, some line art mixed in. But the basic setup for this is you are this, uh, bird named Claire who is staying, over the summer with her aunt and there's no cell phone service and she's expecting uh, an important phone call. So uh, she's her aunt tells her, hey, you should go to Hawk Peak. Yeah, you, you walk up there. There's going to be some cell phone signals. So that's really the the driving thing. And she says, oh, it's a short hike. You can you can get right on up there. It shouldn't be a big deal. So, you know, that's your central quote unquote goal for for this game. Get to the top of this mountain answer your phone. So like any feathers, any teenager, you're obsessed with your phone. You can't just, you can't put it down, Ryan. You can't just sit in a coffee shop and pretend it's the 1950s and talk to each other. That's weird. There's no Wi-Fi, man. You can't, can't fucking handle it. So you're fiending for some, you're fiending for some scrolling. There's no service. You got to climb this mountain to get it. Uh, But along the way, uh, you meet some some other animals. It's kind of like Animal Crossing to where everybody's a talking animal, but they're different animals. And there's little like side tasks and stuff for you to do. Uh, But it's just well written and extremely charming. Uh, So Claire, her character is kind of she's like she's kind of. It initially introduces like this teenage character who's like disinterested and bored. She's like, I don't know why I'm here, you know, camping with my aunt. <laughs> like this isn't a sounds like good, a grand time. Yeah, doesn't sound like fun Dang. at all. So she's like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, I've, I've kind of got an excuse to just go on a wander through the woods. And you meet like a couple people who are animals uh, along the way. You just do a little walk around. It's got a stamina mechanic to where you've got these um, golden feathers that you have to have. You have to build up a certain amount of them to be able to climb. Uh, but you can also right from the very start, you can jump and you can glide. And the gliding mechanic in this is just immensely satisfying. And it was something that I wasn't initially expecting to where you can, once you have enough stamina to where you can climb up off a wall, 
uh, you can then jump and you can glide around and just circle around this mountain and you can glide fucking forever. And the music changes. It's more uplifting. Yes. And that faster. Yep. So we watched a review video of this because I was too far away and too lazy to turn my switch on to show it to you. But one of the things that review did mention and one of the things that I was intrigued by was how much they praised the music. And I was like, well, I was like looking at it and I was like, well, this, you know, it looks like cutesy or whatever, but like how good can this music like really be? Um, Grand. It's good. Like genuinely really, really good. Much better than I was expecting. It's just got this, it just sets this tone so well. And it's just got this really uplifting quality, especially in, in moments to where you just like jump off a, a rock face and can just glide for like 30 seconds. It's got this, big orchestral swell and it seems like something that would be like really lame or cheesy but just in the moment in the just in the moment when you're playing it you're like you know what i'm gonna jump i'm happy and i haven't felt happiness like this in all of the calendar year of 2020 so i'm just gonna glide around for a little bit and have a look around here i feel like you need someone to talk to feels fine (laughs) when's the last time you left the house saturday (laughs) prior to that it's been a minute (laughs) jacob we need to get you outside you need Uh, to see people and what they look like again but i but i will say if you are a person that is feeling lonely and has felt the burden of isolation and and lockdown wherever you are in the world for this is a i would argue a good game to play and a, a nice way to spend an afternoon or a night and it's just nice like i don't know if i necessarily have that much more to say about it there's a few little um mini games mini games you can play there's one to where you are uh whacking a uh a a beach ball with a stick which is pretty fun uh you just whack it back and forth as many times as you can and you can collect your golden feathers from that really yeah how Uh, many golden feathers can you get can you get as many as you want i had 12 when I climbed up the final peak. Oh, so you were good for days. Yeah. So I, that was a little bit more than I needed. And once you get up higher, uh, there's uh, an icy area to where your feathers freeze up and you have to like dip into uh, these hot springs. hot springs in order to be able to climb higher, or restore your, you know, stamina or whatever. But uh, for me, I think that when you try to climb it, if you get up to that area, the game will tell you, it'll be like, Hey, uh, we really want you to have at least like seven of these. And if you want to get up here, so I think you have to have at least seven, but you can get five or six just by stumbling through it. Like you don't really even have to look that hard to find them. Um, you also are always collecting, uh, coins and stuff all throughout it. And you run straight into, up on that hustle grind. Yeah. You run into one guy. He's like a, um, He's, he's being like a real dick. He's like, Hey man, I can sell you some, I can sell you some golden feathers. And they're like twice as much as what you can buy at the, uh, the visitor's center. So they sell them at the visitor's center, but the visitor's center is like right at the bottom of the mountain. So it's like, well, I'm not going to fly all the way down there and get them. Well, you're paying for convenience, aren't you? Yeah. And it was a nice little moment to where she's like, Claire is like, what's your deal, man? Why are you being the dick? You're being a real, you're being a real dick, man. He's like, well, I'm trying to pay for my like college classes and uh, just or something. So he could have been completely lying, but it was a neat little bit. It was not what I was expecting for him to be like, anyways, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to go to night school. I'm trying to like right, be I'm a trying lawyer to take or care something. Of I'm yeah. an animal out here living in the wilderness halfway on a mountain. What you want from me? 
Yeah. You want these gold feathers Be or like, not? Where does your school at? Can you point me in the direction of uh, some kind of device to get up this mountain? <laughs> How would you do that? He's like, well, there's no devices, but if you carry a bunch of feathers in your hands, you can climb up the mountain easier. <laughs> Let's say that you buy them from him. Can you buy them infinitively? Yeah, you can keep buying them. So I don't. So know. you can have like as many feathers yeah. as you want. You can climb for days. Like if you wanted to just explore the mountain for you know a couple hours, like you can certainly do that. I think I wound up reaching the finish to where the credits rolled in about an hour and a half. So I and I had eleven or twelve of those feathers. So I had more than I needed to climb up the top of it. And when you do climb up the top, you do receive the important phone call. And I will. I'm not going to give away what it is, but it is a surprisingly nice moment to where I was like, that wasn't what I was expecting, but that was actually kind of nice. Was it worth it? Uh yeah. I I mean, the it, fact you had to think about it, and I, the fact that you won't give up was, the spoiler I mean, to it. By the way, it's is not just like a mind blowing. It's not a mind blowing life altering event, but it was just kind of like the president's oh, dead. We need you to fill in for yeah. him. Yeah, that was what she was waiting on the whole time. She's like, "Thank God I overpaid for all these feathers so yes. I could climb up here." Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's nicely made. Uh, the art style's really just, it's adorable and the music is incredible and it's just a nice way to spend, uh, an hour and a half or so. So you're adorable. It did look nice from what I seen. Yeah. Play it. Seriously. It's not a big time commitment and you don't even have to be good at games in order to do it. You used literally like three buttons the entire time. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> uh, There's well, literally no like skill involved too so i would recommend this even to people that don't play games like if your your boyfriend girlfriend has a switch or any other console for that matter if they play games and you're like hey i kind of like the look of this i'd like to try something that doesn't require a whole lot of effort or previous knowledge of games i think this is a a good gateway uh, into you know that and we did have that discussion about storytelling in games earlier. And I think this is uh, a story told right, but it's a, you know, it's a pretty short story, but hey, it ain't it the I size it. of the story. <laughs> it's about how much it means to you. It's how many golden feathers you can carry in your talons. Like, I don't know if she has hands and feet. Like, she definitely has wings. She has to have feet. How does she walk? Yeah, she has feet and she has wings. I don't know if she has How does she hands. dig, too? You dig in the game. It's true. You have a shovel. Yeah, so you have so, to have hands and, and feet you can and fish. wings. You can fish, too. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And I don't, you hang your legs off the side. And you also, the president's dead, and you have to be the... You have to, <laughs> you have to fill in immediately. It's a designated survivor, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland situation they got going on there. Amen. That's what that important call is about. Jake, speaking of great, we watched a movie recently called The Trash not, Collection. That was not, oh, the, sorry. The, the Tax trash, Collector. The Trash Collector. Sorry. <laughs> Why? Because it was trash. <laughs> Just trash, Chanel. Just trash. Uh, so this we... movie sucked a whole lot of ass. There's no beating around the bush here. There was hope. There's no pretense. It was dashed immediately. We're not, we're not dressing it up. We talked about this, I want to say, like a month ago when there was a trailer out for it. And we about had the same was, opinions on it. <laughs> it was about as great as a double wide trailer. <laughs> There's room for growth. And it never really lived up to those standards. Like, yeah, like just like a double wide, you could theoretically 
you know, hook it to a truck, take it somewhere nicer, but you're never going to do it. You're not. It's too much effort. You can raise a family in it, but why would you do that if you have a steady addiction to Bud Light? Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you do that, Holmes and Watson? (laughs) Uh, A lot of craziness. So the ultimate story is basically that there is this guy who goes around with the creeper who Shia LaBeouf plays. Also, before you get into this. Oh, yeah. If you haven't watched this, don't. We're about to. Yeah, we're going to save you the trouble. Yeah, go ahead and spoil it for you. Save your money. We both paid seven dollars to rent this. We did have the option to own it for thirteen dollars, but that's a big seriously. I am not watching this more than once, and I and if you listen to this podcast. I'm going to recommend you don't even just listen to Shia our cliff buffs going to show up at your house and beat you. <laughs> listen to our cliff notes version. Okay. Ryan, I'm what's, gonna, this, what's this shit about? I'm going to fire <laughs> off. So there are two gentlemen. One's name is, is it Tony? David? David. Yes. <laughs> his name's David or Tony. David or Tony. I thought that He's his a, name was not very either Italian or Mexican American. <laughs> yes. And um, I thought his name was very religious as opposed to like one of those like Juan or like Pablo or something like that. You don't see that in many Hispanic movies, American Hispanic movies. Yeah, it's true. always like the bad guys like Juan. It's like something outrageously uh spanish yeah um so his name's david his name's john the baptist yes (laughs) and he has a buddy who goes around with him named the creeper who's shia labeouf's character who is may or may not be culturally pretending to be hispanic so Um, as far as i know shia labeouf is 100 percent caucasian does not have any i don't think he's asian hispanic (laughs) he doesn't have any hispanic lineage as far as I'm aware of, he rolls some letters. His facial hair would say, hey, maybe I did this. Supposedly got that tattoo. But based on the how long he was in this movie and how vital his character was to the story, I really hope he didn't get that tattoo. Because I'm going to say if he actually got that entire chess piece for this movie, then you are a fucking lunatic Shia LaBeouf like I think Serious. he might be. No, he might. He very well might be. And if he thought that he needed to get in character for this movie in particular, as if this were his his big milestone moment to where he's like, I'm Even back. Steven's dog. I'm back. My career's back on track. I'm a method actor. I've been doing keto. I've been I've been meth actor. I've That's actually been shooting people in real life to prepare for this role. I've shot several people on the but crew. But didn't shoot anybody in the movie. Uh, well, you see, I we'll get to that because I think that there's some stuff that got cut out of this movie. One hundred percent. That's the only way I can explain. You mean the good parts? Because all we were left with was butt and trash, <laughs> and it was nasty. Anyway, they go around, they collect taxes from people. <laughs> Why? Because David's father did this back in the day. And they're selling drugs. And if and there's a spiel about if you're a gang in L.A., you got to pay your taxes. And you got to pay the toll troll or, to get into the whatever. boy's hole. You got to inch. You got to if we're the <laughs> we're the troll under the bridge and you got to answer our riddles three to move on. So well, whatever. I'm going <laughs> to make some inferences here. So everything's going grand. All of a sudden, new dog comes up and he's like, 
by new dog, I mean, there was like a new guy out there who's like going to be the tax collector. Yeah. Pretty much. And he's he like, said, my it's name's Cornejo. Yeah. And which means rabbit. Yeah. It means it's rabbit. The rabbit. In Spanish. Yeah. The rabbit is uh, in a Mexican restaurant. He's got a white dude with a, a man bun working for him. Yes, because they went to go collect money and they ran into him and he's like, yeah, bitch, I'm the new dick in town. So back the fuck up. Basically, he was saying that this call came from somewhere else, which I can only assume is Mex- Mexico and the cartels. That is just the uh, what I'm thinking. They do say his character was in L.A. and then went back to Mexico for 10 years mm, to do some time. Now he's back. I guess clearly he is. Yeah, so. but let's get to that lame bullshit. So basically, David's world uh, comes unraveling. So he's his family is murdered. Like his uncle, um, his kids are taken. His wife, she's killed. His uncle's George Lopez, who says the F word multiple times. Very underutilized in this. It he's was George Lopez, Jake. It wasn't like they had like. Uh, what is that guy? Puss in Boots. Listen, he's Antonio not Antonio Banderas. Banderas. Listen, all I'm saying right now is, Ryan, if I played the opening intro for the George Lopez show right now, you would immediately be, be transported 12 years ago. That to show was trash. You've fallen asleep with the TV on. You wake up at 3.30 in the morning and you hear Lowrider coming on. And you're Great like, song. yes. All my friends no. is a low rider. All my friends, and then you are see trash. George Lupe, George Lopez, Lopez, <laughs> George Lopez, and the his family friend. and his fake TV family. He's like, "Hey, I work for an airline, and we're jumping on a trampoline." Anyways, my f- father-in-law is Cuban, and he says some wacky stuff. My mo- my mom, she's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> Any, anyone else remember the George Lopez show? It was terrible <laughs> from what I've seen of it. Best show I've ever seen. I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> you are a liar. Anyway. Uh, Our Dave, next episode is watching six seasons of the George Lopez show. <laughs> I will not be here for any of that. Anyway, there's a showdown between David and the new guy. Ultimately, the new guy's living in some kind of beat up hotel or something like that. Just like. It was highly anticlimactic. There was nothing exciting about this movie. I think I've had boners more exciting than this. I would say every boner I've had was more exciting than this. I don't know, man. You've had some that were kind of boring. Yeah. Where I'm just like, go away. Not now. Or just like, I don't even really feel like it. But well, since it's here. Oh, well, here we go. (laughs) Nothing else to do. It's 2020. It's either that or watch the trash collector. Either that or watching reruns of the George Lopez show on Nick at night at four in the morning. Perfect. Jake, hit me with some notes. I see you got them out there. Yeah, I took notes during this. And after about 20 minutes, I after about 20 minutes, I asked myself the same question. (laughs) Um, But the thing that I was struck with when I first turned this on was the ant. There's an animated uh, there's an animated um, introduction to this where the credits kind of animate on before the movie starts. And it looked like a bad cutscene out of Skyrim or some shit. It was like gray brick walls with people's uh, like names and stuff being scrawled on it. Fucking tight. It was 
so lame and so incredibly tonally not what I was expecting and doesn't mix with anything else in this movie. It literally looked like they went on some stock animated footage website and then just put like Shia LaBeouf's name over the top of it and was like, this movie is the tax collector. And also the tax collector is a terrible name for this movie. It comes with interest. It That was from the trailer. It was. I hope yeah. I didn't pay Which any interest on this. Only thing that came with interest. More tax. Yeah, <laughs> it should have paid me. They. I wish. Yeah, I'm six six ninety nine poorer after watching this, but also several brain cells down, because it was just like from the start. I should have known that once you see something like that, like it can only get worse from here. If that's the choice you made to introduce the title card for your movie and it was literally like something out of Skyrim or something literally looked like we had PS3 graphics and then people's names being spray painted or graffitied onto the wall. It was very endearing. Lame. It was so lame and it didn't match anything that followed. The first scene in this movie, it was color graded like somebody dropped a bunch of like yellow paint onto the (laughs) <laughs> I'm not even going to say film. They opened the back of the iMac and poured a bunch of yellow paint in the back of it because it is yellow. They co- they took the fucking color slider and made the whole opening sequence of this about the most yellow I have ever seen a movie look. It was, Because it was piss poor. It was piss poor. It was a piss poor effort and it looked like shit. It's this lame thing they do when they're always like, oh, this character's life is great. The sun's out. Look at this. Or maybe this is a flashback sequence from the 1930s. Out, Everything's gold, man. Look at it. If this is a great time period, right? Isn't this just the kind of place you'd like to, to lay down on your big red bed and just close your eyes and, and have a, have a kiss with your pretty Mexican wife and be like, Hey, I've got so many kids. I don't even have a Mexican wife. I've got so many kids. I've got two kids and look, my, I don't want my, kids. my sister-in-law's here and she's going to look after these kids. Anyways, Sometimes I've got to get to work, honey. I've got to put my track suit on. I've got to go hang out I with Shia LaBeouf. Track suit. <laughs> anyway, look, I'm scared man, of Shia LaBeouf. No, the life that you described is not for me. No, the choice has been made for you already. No, buckled, I don't want this you life. You buckled in. You put the track suit on. You put the track this Life is not for me. You put the tops and the bottoms on, Ryan. It's not even like you got the tracksuit bottoms and then you got a wife beater on top. You're fully committed at this point. You're you've been sucked into this weird yellow version of Los Angeles that whatever this movie is trying. My to. life is a shamble. Where did I go wrong? There's a line in the very beginning. Went to college. He's talking to his sister-in-law and she's like, "Hey, I got a date with a guy on Tinder." And he's like, "You're on Tinder." anyways the actual scene went on longer than that and it was it really shouldn't have (laughs) no it shouldn't have but i i wish it hadn't but it was just like okay like what year is this that you're like making fun of somebody for being on a dating app i wrote literally what a hater yeah, David, <laughs> he really thought he was better than there, but yeah, his arrogance like, was shown by that. Yeah, he's like, I got the perfect family. Look, my house is yellow. Everything, Everything's yellow. And I'm not on Tinder. It's all yellow. Oh, he loves Coldplay. He loves Coldplay. Yes. He loves the quick edits, too. There's a sequence to where he's like, all right. 
time to go get some money, go to work. And by go to work, I mean sell some drugs. By go to work, I mean go get the world's finest chocolate from some little kid. I mean get driven around like driving Miss Daisy with Shia LaBeouf. Who didn't ever put in his tag that hung out of his clothes the whole fucking time. Oh, so irritating. It was. It really was. The first driving sequence to where he leaves the house is rapid fire editing i wrote down i literally paused to watch this part again to where you see there's a shot of his hands uh there's a shot of the steering wheel you get a shaky cam shot of the pawn shop you get a shot close up of his hand there's a ring shot of the steering wheel again shot of him driving like the shaky cam hanging like they just put a cell phone outside the window it's going so fast back to the hand back to the foot back to the ring back to the steering wheel pulls into the pawn shop i was just like i'm getting whiplash from the amount you've given me half a second to adjust to a shot before you cut to something else and he's driving at like 20 miles an hour that's because (laughs) you know that it's about to get intense like i said ryan You'll notice that my notes get considerably thinner the longer I watch this movie. <laughs> well, I think most people's would because you're like, well, I don't really need to take any notes on this because this appears to be written by a fifth grader. Um, Shia LaBeouf shows up about 10 minutes into this movie. And the first thing he does, he asks like this girl for a hug. <laughs> it turns out that girl is uh, his sister or cousin or something or some shit. Uh, he's like, hey, let me get a hug. Anyways, his name's Creeper, uh, which I thought was lame as hell. Uh, they're talking to a guy who do wants... The creep. Oh, do, do the, the creep. Do the creep. I wish that would have been his theme music <laughs> when it came through. Yeah. Or he, if he just did the dance whenever he walked onto set. I would have I would have thoroughly enjoyed that. I don't understand what Shia LaBeouf's character is supposed to do. He's clearly supposed to be this terrifying figure. To where there's a scene to where I'm they're interrogating somebody that wants to be in their gang or that has maybe shorted them some money or tried oh, to, yeah, and they're like, "Hey, man, he's the devil, you know he's the devil because he's wearing sunglasses on the inside um <laughs> he, <laughs> do, he doesn't like what is that do he doesn't do anything in this well, like the, because they never let him off the chain the trailer makes him out like he's just this mass murderer driving around los angeles just murking people left and right just chopping them up dead fucking body nothing. bags he doesn't do shit in this except for die. he doesn't kill anybody on screen it's inferred that he's killed people before because you see like a flashback where he's like in he's like standing next to a a wall of bricks that's got some blood on it but well they also say it he's like hey man he's killed people it's like nothing like great storytelling to where characters on screen have to tell you the audience this guy's killed people before you should worry about him his name's creeper his name's creeper he asked that girl for a hug and she clearly didn't want it yeah and he hugged her anyways yeah Creeper. He's creeping. <laughs> he's creeping. He's creeping. He's really a pervert. He's he's not a killer. He's a pervert. He might be the devil because you know he's got tattoos and he wears sunglasses inside. That's weird, right? I have tattoos. Am I the devil's? I wear regular glasses, but I They're can clear. go get my sunglasses. Yeah, see, it's less. I'll go myster- get them. Less mysterious. I'll go get them. I've got probably got sunglasses in here. You can put them. Perfect. On. You uh, might be call the me devil. creeper. Cre- call me creeper. Call me creeper. Look at my chest piece. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> I got just huh? for this episode of this podcast yeah. for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much was, the same reason if Shia unnec- LaBeouf did that. It was unnecessary. 
It, completely unnecessary. Well, the fact that say. he dies 15, five minutes into the movie. Yeah. 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 That's less than an hour and a half. <laughs> and he has done nothing. He literally does. He hugged a man. Nothing. And drove. Yeah. So George Lopez is in this for three minutes. Uh, he's literally in it for about three scenes to where he's like, you guys are just like a bunch of monsters. They're dressed like normal people. They're just dressed. They're wearing like suits. They don't even wear ties. They're not dressed like monsters. That's why he got Shia decapitated. Buff's wearing sunglasses on the inside. He looks like a fucking douchebag. He doesn't look like a monster he at all. He looks like Barney from How I Met Your Mother. He's not even like like muscular like the kind of like person to where it'd be like oh it's fucking wilson frisk where he looks like two refrigerators strapped together and he's wearing a suit he's just a regular looking dude you mean wilson fisk yeah you said frisk listen creeper man he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's asking he's asking people for hugs and if he doesn't hug you he's, he's gonna, gonna fuck you he's gonna fuck you that's that's the life of a creeper, I guess. But he straight got fucked hard. Uh, George Lopez got decapitated. His capital got detained. He he's yeah he no. got he got killed. He's like, hey, you know this other guy Cornejo, the rabbit. And he's like, listen, you know I killed your uncle. Uh, why don't you come to this club? I'm not gonna tell you I killed your uncle because you know you're at a, you're at your daughter's quinceanera. You threatened a guy because somebody else's daughter wanted to buy that dress, and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna fucking chop your balls off if you don't." We, we don't know what he said. Yeah, he did. We don't know. Clearly, something they, to make him move. Yeah, because that guy was like, "Hey, take that fucking dress off, <laughs> you, you skank." <laughs> you, yeah. Anyways, they're having a quinceanera, and he's like, "Hey, why don't you why don't you come down here to the club?" And he's like, "Fine, I'll drive down here with Cre- Creeper. Let's." go creeper don't drink apparently uh but he also like meditates and does keto and eats That's fish. Devil dog. yeah he eats fish in the car he does yoga it stinks a lot <laughs> yeah and and apparently this david fellow thinks that people who do yoga and meditate are, are satanic <laughs> he's literally drives around all day and beats up people that don't pay money to his uncle's drug cartel or whatever and mm-hmm. was like no, but I like pray every day. I do the sign of the cross all the time before I go shoot somebody or whatever. Which tells you how a- absolutely stupid this movie is. Oh, there's this really weird religious undercurrent all throughout the whole thing, which I don't completely understand. Maybe somebody who's more knowledgeable about Latino gangs or maybe just I'm We're gonna, not inviting you. Yeah, I'm going to go out and no say offense. I don't know much about this culture to where I know like predominantly in Latin America, Catholicism is like a big thing, but I don't understand the crossover point between gangs and Catholicism or that imagery or whatever, but he's clearly like, he claims to be like a religious man is clearly worried about people that are like the devil or satanic or whatever. Yeah. But he's still riding around with this guy and still thinks he's satanic. So well, anyways, go figure. Speaking of satanic Cornejo, before he pulls that big raid on George Lopez's garage gas station or whatever it is, uh, we see him. Uh, he's doing a he's there. David, before he says that, David's like, hey, something's satanic about him. I can feel it. And Creeper's like, hey, you want some you want some of this fish? And he's like, I don't want your fucking keto, whatever you're trying. Well, got some smell, cheese sticks. Smells bad. Roll the window down, Creeper. It smells like a fart in here. I don't like it. <laughs> Anyways, yes, <laughs> he's clearly like, yeah, there's he's he's got bad 
energy around him. And so we cut immediately to a scene of this guy. This movie's so good. Cornejo. He's, he's he's spitting like wine or something. He's, he's it's alcoholic. like tequila or something. He's shirtless. He's got Confirm like candles. A, you remember Hey Arnold where Helga had the Arnold shrine in her closet? With he's, all the gum. Yeah, he's rebuilt that, but it's like weirder <laughs> yeah and he's like killing he's got chickens like a, he's got like a black light room in the back of his shitty motel house or whatever he lives in <laughs> some naked chicks offering herself up to be a sacrifice to some other yeah. chicken full body paint with bigger titties yeah it goes and slits her throat not get killed <laughs> and it's like hey bleed on my head on the her, uh, rabbit's head a rabbit's head and that's it. And there's a shrine and there's some paint and I'm going to spit some tequila and I'm going to kill this chicken and this other girl or whatever. But she was cool with it. She offered yeah, herself she's up. She was fine with it. It was consensual, I guess. Yeah, consensual Anyways, death. he needed that because he needed to put a, he needed to go kill. He wanted to be blind from the government. That was one thing he said. And I was like, he did. bitch, how are you going to be blind from the government? Because they go straight find your ass. Also, that never, ever comes into play. The government. I don't think you ever see a police officer in this whole film. You see, there's one scene to where they might be being followed by the police, but then they just turn on their lights and go catch like somebody that's speeding or whatever. That was such a weird like this whole movie was asshole. It was dumb, but it's such as like, who are you? He's like praying to the devil to protect him from the government. And then you literally never see the government. Yeah. So I guess it worked. I clearly it worked. (laughs) He should have asked not to be beaten to death with a toilet seat or whatever. It was a sink. Yep. A sick <laughs> toilet seat would have been funnier, but fine. Uh, <laughs> so basically, his dudes go up in a minivan, and they're yes, like, he's so <laughs> they go in Creeper, and they're creeper pretty gets, much Creeper. Get, creeper got caught. Well, even before creeper got then, caught, Ryan. Even before then, David's with Creeper and some other guys. He's like, "Yo, these guys ride with you to the wheels fall off." That's pretty much like a uh, a uh, what do you call that? Like therapy. There's a bunch of killers and David's trying to figure out what's going on. There is a manila folder that's getting passed around. Who knows what's the contents in there? I forgot about that, but it's also completely inconsequential to the story. Well, you know, it's really showing they're all about the business, Jake. Yeah, they're all about the business. There's an envelope. They're all about the business. And it's in there. They're not just passing it out regular. It's covered up. So David's family gets horribly murdered. Well, his wife gets horribly murdered. That's way down the line, man. Is it? Yeah, so I've forgotten the order of certain things happened. Honestly, Rabbit calls his boys. He goes. I watched this two days ago. (laughs) Rabbit calls his boys, tells them to go down, blow up shit. They blow up shit. David runs like a little bitch, punches some guy in a pickup truck, carries a gun, but chooses to pull the door open and throw him on the pavement and steal his truck instead. Um, uh, Creeper, Creeper got caught to survive, so they take him in after beating the shit out of him. Uh, David goes. To get his wife, he's like, "Yo, hey, yo, girl, we gotta go." The rabbit calls him. He's like, "Hey, yo, we got your boy." And then they show Shia LaBeouf. He's naked, and, but it's only for a brief second, and the camera's so, shaky. The thing is, is that apparently he actually did get this real chess piece for this movie. That's what they say. And this scene is filmed through a phone camera to add some authenticity. The only time we see Shia LaBeouf's tattoo. Yeah. And it's literally on a shaky phone camera for about three and a half seconds. To, so if Shia LaBeouf, I want to be real with you. If you actually did this for this movie, why? This ain't the one. Why? 
And if that's all they showed, it's kind of like the Jared Leto Joker situation where he's like, they filmed the whole movie, but cut all of it out <laughs> and didn't show any of it. Because my Aww. God, if you actually went all out for this and this is what the turned up in the edit, I would be pissed. This is butthole. I feel like there was a whole alternate movie that they, they made around this and then half thought of it, it was going to be a bigger chopped. piece. Maybe, but I, I did get the feeling that this was supposed to be something better and bigger than this. Maybe there'll be a prequel. I can't wait for the creeper prequel, the creep rule to come out to where we just creep on creeping. Yeah. We just watched Shia LaBeouf murder people for an hour and a half. And he's like, Hey, we this, didn't get to see him do any of that. And all, the entire time he's doing it, he just, after he kills somebody, he just turns and looks square in the camera and says, Hey, this chest tattoo fucking real <laughs> i'm gonna go home meditate and do some keto bitch anyways i got some fish i gotta eat sitting my it's been sitting in my car for a while <laughs> i gotta hurry this up because my fish is gonna go bad i gotta speed this up because golden girls is on tonight i'm trying to watch that shit um so that happens so uh he gets his face stomped in yep. he's dead 50 minutes into the movie and he's an completely inconsequential and useless character pretty much <laughs> and it's kind of like well he was the biggest person in the selling point for this movie yep. right because it heavily really heavily featured in the previews up. the tax collectors it was the movie was presumably assume, named after him <laughs> i know i assume that he was the tax collector guy yeah and doesn't matter bait and switch no one cared <laughs> so david gets his wife goes gets his kids um they go to a hotel still living in the same town the wife refuses to go anywhere he changes um, the license plate on his bmw yeah he goes to his cousin's house and digs up a barrel full of uh, money. money yeah it's <laughs> like yeah we we stopped a car well, nine years we robbed a loomis fargo van nine years ago and yeah. this barrel of $2 million has been sitting in your backyard that you didn't know about. Let's get out of here. Anyways, I'm assuming you've been renting this place, paying rent way too much rent for this small house, but there's been actually $2 million buried in the yard the entire time. Sorry. I you. didn't tell you That's about that. Why. Sorry. I should have told you, but you know what? I need Shit this happens. money now. <laughs> so he gets the money comes back and I believe his wife is dead at that point because rabbits figured out where he's at. Yeah. Kids are gone. Wife is dead. Kill the wife. And he's then he's like, like I'm going to clean you girl. Yeah. So he gets <laughs> in the bathtub and cries uh, and yells and nobody complains. So. Yeah. And then he's just like fine with it. <laughs> yeah. And what if, what if people find the cadaver? Like what is, what's going on there? Well, he just puts her back in the bed and leaves the hotel and, yeah, <laughs> it's not really addressed afterwards. He's not like, man, I wish my wife were alive. No, he does say that. Yep, he actually did. He looks straight into the camera and said, man, I just beat this guy with a sink, but I wish my wife were still we'll alive. Get there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> so then he goes and gets a favor from the Bloods. And yep. the Bloods <laughs> he made leader. friends with from that 20 second interaction we saw earlier. Yeah. To where they did a handshake. They owe him one. He's like, we owe you one. Don't know why something happened. Doesn't matter. It was briefly touched on barely, but um, it's going to be the most important thing that happened to this movie, apparently. And it was a volunteer mission. 
So basically the leader of the blood's like, Hey, I like you. We owe you one. This will be a volunteer mission for my boys. Everybody's like, we're going to get your kids back. Yeah. So what do they so do? Like 12 people pile into this Chrysler minivan. Uh-huh. The most it's badass of well. all. It's about to set sail. Yeah. So they go to a hotel. They find some guy. I can't remember why they needed to get him. Well, they, they went in there, guns blazing. Kill one guy, take one guy with him. It was like, hey, where's my kids? Where's... The rab- where's shit. the rabbit's grandpa and he's like I ain't telling you shit and he's like fine you ever seen the dark knight and he's like what and then they drag his yeah, face they just put his asphalt. face on the asphalt where they're driving they open that sliding door which is a selling point for a minivan that you could do that yeah so, and keep you, on rolling it's yeah. pretty cool and then great he tells safety them, feature on the Christ <laughs> town and country <laughs> so they tell him what's going on they just shoot him anyway like, I assume toss him outside but the cut there was weird because I remember thinking like they just shot him in the head David's like up in that guy's face and all of a sudden, like they after they shoot him in the head, it's like the guy driving. He looks back. He's like, hey, what are you guys doing? The door shut at this point. The dead body, I assume, is thrown out. And David's just sitting back. Like they just like dumped happened. him on the side of the street, like but in the middle so of quick, town. That was like three seconds. Yeah, I don't I don't understand what the cut was, was terrible going there. on with that. Yeah, that makes me think that that was like a 10 minute long scene that they just oh, reduced God. into like 30 seconds that they fucked. Yeah, up. <laughs> they're like, you know what? If this were an hour and a half, I bet people will enjoy it more. I ain't nobody enjoying the shit out of this. I, I wouldn't. I didn't enjoy it in this length. And if the director's cut comes out that's four hours long, mm. I don't think I'm going to like that either. <laughs> so they go and find out that the kids are at the rabbit guy's uh, grandma's well, they house. they don't know that. They bust in there and it's just the kids are watching cartoons. And yeah, Granny's just asleep the with the negligee. <laughs> And they're just chilling. And he's like, oh, yeah, I miss my kids. And Anyways. then they're like, what are we going to do with this old lady? And to immediately, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to fuck this old lady. <laughs> but they were like, nah, family sacred. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, whatever. All right, cool. So then they just take their picking min- and choosing what who we're going to kill here. The old lady knows where the rabbit guy is because she's his grandma. Yeah, she's like, I know where he's at. And they're like, where? And, and we cut it. to them driving up to his house but just two of them he's not even like in a secret location or a seat he's just at his house it's not a house it's like a it's busted ass hotel or one room apartment on top of a bar that's where he lives at that's his hideout and don't even lock the doors right he doesn't lock the door it's the kind it's the shitty apartment to where the sink is on the outside of the bathroom like a bad motel he has two gun people out there and And like some lady nobody else (laughs) so they go in there david kills one person the leader of the bloods kills like two people david ends up making it up to the room where they're at which there's a lot of apartments there, so kudos to him to guess the right one. Maybe the old lady knew. I don't know. All the doors are unlocked. He just I'm assuming he killed everybody on the way up. Well, Maybe that was in the deleted scenes. Well, he went in just there like 20 a minutes of him murder <laughs> and missed every damn shot. It was a lady and the rabbit guy in there, and they were kind of like fooling around a little bit. Nah, he was typing real fast. He was looking at stocks oh, yeah, he or was something. He was like on he was the he was like, have you ever Amazon. Seen, yeah, he was on like have have you ever, ever seen Limitless where he takes the pill? It's like, no, I haven't. I refuse oh, to watch it until my 
he's on anyways it's like adderall and he's just typing real fast or whatever and he's on like stocks he's doing like drug dealer stuff to where it's just a bunch of meaningless fucking numbers and graphs and he's like typing real real fast (laughs) and it's so fucking lame to look at where the girl's just like oh just rubbing on him he's just like he's ready for you and he's just like not now girl i'm doing stonks (laughs) or what we're doing drug stocks doing drug stocks this it's so fucking stupid he was really good at that keyboard wasn't he if he like just got an it job he'd be straight if he was a secretary he's typing like 400 words a minute it's insane it's so stupid though how he's supposed he's clearly supposed to look like a badass to where this girl's like hey you want to fuck he's like Nah, girl. I've got my I've business. Got, yeah, I got business shit I gotta do right now. Which you makes see me how wonder fast I'm typing. <laughs> where he moved up from in this particular gag, like in the cartel, do they have like somebody who's like an errand boy? It just types. It's the secretary who's <laughs> typing up like the cartel's memos or whatever. Be like, hey, listen, that rabbit. Let's make him our guy. He can type hella fast, man. Let's Let me just tell you. Send him up. We can trust him. You ever played Mavis Beacon? He could type the shit out of that game. If we run into <laughs> an issue, then that motherfucker is going to be able to type his way out. <laughs> so David walks in there. He's a real keyboard warrior. He is. <laughs> David walks in there. He's like, pew, pew, pew. I missed every damn <laughs> shot. And then like the girl and rabbit both have guns. So he shoots Surprise. the lady. She's dead. He goes after Rabbit. They fight in the bathroom. Somebody dies. So the the sink gets ripped off the wall and there's like and all of a sudden there's like water and they're like slipping and sliding everywhere. It suddenly it turns into it turns into from being like a lame. It's like a wet t-shirt contest. It's like a cross between like a lame action movie, a wet t-shirt contest and then like a three stooges skit sketch to where they're just like slipping and sliding and like slapping each other and falling down and it goes on for like 10 minutes it's not that long but it feels like forever and it's not even like great it's just this lame uninteresting fight scene to where you know that it's going to culminate in somebody taking like a sink or a toilet lid to the face or whatever it felt like it happened sooner yeah the house is also catching fire too yeah because but it doesn't matter it doesn't like but it's they, one of those like things it's like oh my god like they're trying to build tension to where he's like of course like any lame like drug dealer or wannabe badass he's got like fucking candles everywhere because he does satan shit he's like yeah there's candles maybe he's trying to set the moon maybe the house smells dog yeah maybe maybe because he took a shit and there's no door on the bathroom it smells real bad so they had to light a bunch of air three candles on on sale this week at bath and beyond bit god damn it (laughs) bath and body works that's never get it right i will never get it right anyways they knock a candle over the carpet the shag carpet's on fire um, all the cum stains have just immediately <laughs> ignited. <made> me like, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know they're fighting. They're doing that. They're doing a. They're wrestling. It's real wet. They got out. The, <laughs> they got out. Wet. They got out the baby oil. They yeah. both got their shirts off at this point. I'm not really. Sh- start I'm really slight, taking a turn I'm here. Slightly hard, but I'm also just ready for this to be over at this point. Yeah. Um. So they punch each other. Um. A little bit for a long time. They mostly are just like swinging and missing and sliding because like oh no the floor's floor's wet oh my god anyways david picks up the the fucking sink and just bashes this dude's head in and the blood sky shows up he's like hey uh so hey man i've been trying to parallel park for the last 15 minutes you and me we got to get out of here shit's about to go down yeah and so he's like cops are on their way 
Uh, let's Your get blood's you back. all over the place, and so is mine. They'll never yeah. find us. They don't. Don't even worry about it. Um, anyways, we got to get you back to your kids, which we're not going to bother showing, uh, your whole central reason for still being alive and fighting for family or whatever. And you're not going to see any of it. And anyways, they're driving, it's cold. It's Los Angeles at night. And he's like, Hey, let's pull over. I got to make a phone call. And so he calls wizard, his daddy, who is, <laughs> who is his daddy, the gang leader. But also, clearly, was his dad. Yeah, everybody knew that from straight to his the get. His wife to the go. calls him or something. He's like, "Put that fool on the phone." He's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, and their relationship it's so and communication is very dumb. It's Jimmy Smith. Yeah, Jimmy Smith. You better than this, Jimmy. Great actor who's wasted in about forty-five seconds of this movie that he's in. He's like, "I'm in prison, but I still have a cell phone." Apparently. What's what's up with that? Well, I mean, it was probably in somebody's ass. <laughs> and he's like, I love you, son. And David's like, you never told me you love me before anyways. Well, it was like a proving ground. Yeah. It almost seems like maybe the wizard yeah, set like, that up. You're just like me. Yeah. Well, it seems he's, like the wizard may have set that up for. Yeah, maybe. But also probably not, because why would they have thought that far ahead when they were making this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. There was something you know he said and I was like, oh man, maybe that's in a better written movie. I would definitely agree with you, but there's no way that they planned that. <laughs> if it, I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt in hindsight being like, maybe that's what they meant. No, no, there's no way. That's what they intended for that to be interpreted as this movie was butthole and a half. That's the only way I could put it. Anyways, this movie ends. David closes his flip phone and stares at (laughs) a fence. That's a burner, man. And that's the, that's the end of the, that's the end of the movie. The worst movie we've seen this year. It's one of the worst. It's so, it's not as bad as Hellboy. God, Hellboy made me feel weird after I left. I yeah. was like, that was, this so, didn't make me feel weird. I think in the beginning, even though I thought it was very low budget and not very well made, I was like, if it's, there's some de- decent action sequences or some okay performances, maybe it can there save it. fucking shit. There wasn't nothing going on to redeem this in my eyes. And that's really saying something. And it's just... It wasn't even a stupid action it's, movie. It was just more talky talk. It's boring. Yeah. That's the problem with it is about the first hour of this is boring. Yeah. Like that's supposed to make you care about these characters and their family. You don't want to watch ants talk instead of doing this. I, it doesn't. It fails in everything that it's trying to be. And I don't. And why they beef up Shia LaBeouf? I don't understand what it thought it was. But it's not. It's not anything that it's trying to be. And I don't know if this was something where half the movie is still floating around out there, but I cannot imagine. that. No, it's sank, dog. I cannot imagine that those extra bits would have contributed in any way to making this better, especially if, creeper kills somebody. Yeah. To, to edit this down to 90 minutes and be like, yeah, that's all we need. <laughs> this is a cohesive story with it clear character not. motivations. It was not. And just thinking about it, I'm just like, oh my God. It makes me angrier than when I watched it, when I actually have to think about it. People are starving out there and somebody <laughs> got millions of dollars to produce this movie that could have gone to feed children. <laughs> that's, Let that sink And in. that's my biggest gripe with the tax collector. Ugh, the trash collector, as we'll call it. This... Anyways, yeah, like we said, don't watch it. 
Our Clifto versions were, I think, probably more entertaining and more enjoyable listening to than you're going to have watching it. So we saved you. (laughs) We saved you some effort there. Yeah, this movie sucks and it was bad. And we talked about it for 40 minutes. It was terrible. (laughs) Well, we had to give you the details to let you know just how suck ass it was. I don't think there's anything else I could possibly add to this. Oh, there's no redeeming qualities or anything, my friend. Yeah, I. Uh, the last note I took was, man, he's typing pretty quick, isn't he? Oh, you made it that far? Yeah. So Damn. That, was, that was the last thing I wrote down. So there's I can't probably believe some, you made it that far. Yeah, so it was quick hitting with the notes early, and then it was suddenly there's some 20-minute gaps in, in between. And things just that random boobs all over the place. Like, Yeah, there's almost I, there's no reason to watch this i can't i i honestly cannot if you're a fan of i i don't i don't know if you're a fan of you know cartel movies or crime movies or action Avoid movies sicario is so much better yeah i i can't there's literally there's so many there's multiple examples of better things that you could watch instead of this yeah that are so sicario. Much, yeah there's no reason to watch this at all Anyways, nine out of ten stars for me. Uh, that's where I put it on my board. <laughs> if we're in bizarro world where everything's opposite, no, man, fuck that. This movie was terrible. I didn't even give it a rating. Fair enough. NR sucked. Not rated because it sucked. Yep. Well, Ryan, that'll do us for one week. Uh, don't yeah. you think, guys? Thank you for listening. Share, Share with listen, a friend. Post. Post, share posts, leave reviews, do it. Send us dick pics. Don't do that. Pics and butt pics and gina pics. We don't care if you're hairy. Send us Jake would love to see Send us pics of your chess pieces you got for a movie that you didn't absolutely didn't need to do it. What if Shia LaBeouf sends you that? Pretend like like I'm coming to beat you. Fake makeup tattoos aren't a thing in Hollywood that you can't just have done. Anyway, Shia, get some help. I'm genuinely worried about you, my dude. No, uh, you're not. You don't even know that guy. I am. No, I you're trying to back talk it because you don't want him to come over after, here and beat your ass. I don't want him to come collect my he's, taxes. He's going to creep out, dog. He's, he's going to ask me for a hug and Holmes. all of a sudden he's going to put a screwdriver in my neck. He's going to call you Holmes. Oh, yeah, he did do that. He, he was like, hey, I'll use a screwdriver on your power drill. And I was like, oh, shit, shit's about. No, they no didn't you don't see it. any of that. Bobo He's just hell. like cleaning up afterwards. Yeah, Bobo was he was cleaning up afterwards. This is Bobo's fuck. Yeah, it's he was called smoking like cigarette the, with blood on his hands. Yeah, fucking whack. Yeah, it was so whack. <laughs> God. Anyways, yeah. Ryan, as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate, this comes with interest. <laughs> Nighty night, bitches. Until next time, folks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.